Listener Production. The Hobart Hurricanes, by their own admission, had a disappointing Big Bash tournament. Tube speaks with Hobart Hurricanes captain Nathan Ellis to wrap up the season. This is Tube's Spin on Sport. Back at Blunston Arena, and it is a man who led the Hobart Hurricanes for their Big Bash season. Nathan Ellis, thanks so much for taking the time to review the season. Thanks for having me. I wish it was under a little bit more successful terms, but happy to be here anyway. It is great to chat with you. Let's start at the beginning, or the end, really. What happened with the Hobart Hurricanes this season? I think we played some really good cricket and we played some really poor cricket. I've said it a few times now. I think we played our best cricket, unfortunately, when our backs were up against the wall or the game was too far gone. I mean, that shows signs of character and resilience and courage but I think at the end of the day in T20 cricket it's hard to to win games when you put yourself behind the eight ball and unfortunately we we did that a few too many times this this tournament. Because you think about the Hobart Hurricanes for the last five or six years inconsistency has been one of the words that keeps coming up. I think the blaringly obvious one was some wickets in the power play. Again I try to defer from conversations where it feels like it's batters v bowlers. I think as a bowling group we want to defend whatever the batters have set for us and for the batters I hope they would want to chase and be able to chase anything that you know as a bowling group we get set for but I think statistics would show wicket, early wickets in the power play you know you're never going to win too many games having lost three plus wickets in the power play and that happened a few times this tournament outside of that we had some bad luck with some of our best players being injured we lost Wadey for five games Ben McDermott for a couple and and Riley for a handful of games as well with some niggles you know I don't want to be an excuses man but you could easily Use, the, use that as an excuse, but, yeah, again, I just don't think we played our best cricket at the right times, and as you can see now with where the tournament's at, the teams who have made the finals are playing great cricket at the crucial points of the tournament. Are you frustrated? I am. You know, it's been over a week, just over a week now, and I've spent most of my days thinking about where it could have gone better or where it went wrong or where I could have been better, but I'm probably more... I feel a little bit emotional about it, to be honest. I... I a lot goes into to these tournaments and it's hard because we have such a good team on paper. We've been building for a few years now and we were building to a great back end of the tournament. So for me, it's a little bit of a frustrating one because I feel like we could, if we just snuck in, we could have gone so deep in the finals and, and definitely given it a shake. So that's a frustrating thing, knowing that our best cricket could win the tournament and I firmly believe that. We have the team and the squad to win the BBL title, but yeah the fickle nature of T20 cricket. It, the big moments didn't go our way and I'm sitting here talking to you instead of warming up for a final. So, <laughs> Some say, mate, that is an extreme downgrade. Uh, <laughs> Nate, I know that you're really passionate about the Hobart Hurricanes and one of the joys of your life was being named the captain of the Hobart Hurricanes. Like you said, you'd rather be warming up for a game, getting ready to play in a final. Is there a Hurricanes curse? No. I try to stay as far away from the woo-woo side of things as I can. You hear a lot about that now, especially with the overseas players. There is no curse. It's T20 cricket, runs and wickets and and things like that. They they come in ups and downs and it's a roller coaster. So I'm going to nip that in the bud now. There is no curse. There will never be a curse. And our best cricket is around the corner. So stick with us and there's no woo-woo here. 
Is consistency a part of T20 cricket, trying to keep groups together? Because franchise cricket by nature is really quick and flippant. and It is flippant. Trying to keep the group together, is that important to you? It is, and that's something I, I personally believe in, but it's also something that's been proven around the world, whether it's in the Big Bash with successful teams like the Sixers and the Scorchers having consistency in their playing group, and then you look in the IPL, Chennai, they're probably the most successful IPL team and they've had the lowest turnover there. So it's no surprise and you want to strive for consistency. I mean, there's obviously hurdles of availability and the competition of different leagues around the world. So whilst consistency isn't always going to be easy, I think it's definitely a factor in a successful team. Let's move on to positives. I thought Nicky Chowdhury was a revelation for the Hobart Hurricanes. Absolutely, and he definitely upset the apple cart in terms of what our team looked like throughout the tournament in a really positive way. I think we had a preconceived idea of what our 11 or probably our 12 looked like for most games heading into the tournament, and as soon as he got his opportunity, that sort of went out the window. Meant players like Peter Hatsoglu and Mitchie Owen didn't get as much cricket as they potentially might have had Nicky not have played. But that's, again, that's T20 cricket. You've got to take opportunities when they arise. Um, his opportunity arose through the misfortune or the injury of some other players and, and he grabbed it with both hands. So Nicky is a, a passionate, competitive man, but he's also a really nice, a nice guy and a great teammate. Really stoked for him to have his tournament that he has. He's had a, a pretty exciting and a pretty admirable, admirable story. So he should be very proud of himself. And for me as a captain, that's those sort of players and those sort of stories are invaluable. Mac Wright, breakout season for him too? Yeah, similar to Nicky, he got his opportunity through some injury and and made himself undroppable, really. He, he batted really, really well at home here. He, he he put on a show and, you know what, I think, I think he surprised a few. So I'm really close with Mac and I know how hard he works. So he also, for us, added a fielder on the boundary. He is um, as fast as anyone and as good a fielder as anyone in the league. So... Again, having those sort of breakout stories or, or performances from players that you potentially didn't expect, again, is invaluable. Other success stories for your BBL season? There's a few, really, a few positives to take. I think Nicky and Mac were the obvious ones. I think Chris Jordan was probably another one for us, a player who I think, yeah, for me personally, having done it a little bit now, being an overseas player comes with a, a different kind of pressure as opposed to people wanting you to do well, they expect you to do well. And I think that pressure can sometimes get the better of people. But Chris came in, he's ever the professional, really passionate about helping his teammates off the field. So you pair that with his performance on the field, it makes him a pretty handy overseas player. And that's something that I value very greatly. Yeah, it was going to be a tricky one because one of those things, if we had made finals, we'd lose our overseas and it's hard to replace a Chris Jordan. But yeah, for the 10 games he was there, his effort was impeccable and... um, yeah, smacked a few with the bat too, which surprised a few people. What do the Hobart Hurricanes need for success? I think we need, one, we need a little bit of luck, obviously with some injuries and stuff. I'd like to see a little bit more ruthlessness from us. I think that's going to be something that's needed for us to go further. But the other thing as well is I'd love to see us enjoy our cricket a little bit more. I think a lot of the guys were feeling the pressure of, of wanting to win so badly. We forget sometimes to enjoy our time together and enjoy our time in the purple as in professional sport, we know that it's not going to be forever. So I just look at the teams who have done really well this season, the Brisbane Heat and the Sydney Sixers. As a team, they look like they're enjoying each other's company and enjoying playing together. I have no doubt that you match us 
up against them on our day, we'll beat them or match it with them every every game we would play against them. But I think they're just enjoying their time together. And yeah, I potentially think at times we felt the pressure and I'd love to see us enjoy our time and enjoy our time as a Hurricane, as Hurricanes players a little bit more. You signed on for next season? I am, yes. I've got two more. So you, you got me for another couple at least. Well, Nathan Ellis, I, I, one thing that I appreciated is not just a person in the media but a fan is that after every game, no matter what, whether win, lose or indifferent, the players signed autographs after the game. They were willing to stand up and talk to me as their on-ground MC and explain what happened during the game. So I think that's come from your leadership. So I appreciate you, mate, and I appreciate the Hobart Hurricanes, and I know the fans appreciate it. But uh, thanks so much for giving us the season wrap. No, thank you, and I just want to extend that thanks to the, the Hurricanes fans and all the support, you know, the... Post-COVID, it's taken a little bit of time for the crowd attendances to get back, and that's Australia-wide, but we really felt the support, and that came in waves through the crowds, both in Lonnie and in Hobart. The Melbourne Stars rain-affected game was up there with one of the, the best atmospheres I've played in front of in Australia. So, yeah, can't thank you guys enough, and, yeah, looking forward to seeing everyone next year.